Tom Mulcair is brought to you by Guaranteed Industries for high efficiency Lennox furnaces and heat pumps. Call Guaranteed Industries at 514-342-3400. Guaranteed Industries since 1957. He was committed to this country, loved it with all his heart, and served it for many, many years in many different ways. He had the courage to do big things, the impact, but also the necessity of Canada on the world stage and the pride that Canadians could take in it was something that uh, has left its mark. He shaped our past, but he shapes our present, and he will impact our future as well. There's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Uh, Brian already dead at the age of uh, 84, and... Uh uh, John Kretschmer, Tom, John Kretschmer yesterday pointing out that, uh, you know, one of the great things that uh, Mulroney was able to accomplish was to uh, uh, get conservatives into Quebec for a change. I mean, with those two yeah. super majorities in 84 and 88. So when you heard this exactly. yesterday, what went through your mind? I was sad and I was thinking about his family. I got a chance to know his sons and uh, I know what a great family they are and they must all be going through so much. So our sympathy and our thoughts and our condolences, of course, first and foremost are with them. And, and it's the, the legacy. And I, I do realize one thing, and it takes a while for this to set in, but it does take time. Mulroney was under the shadow of the turbulence of the Airbus stuff and when he left office. But years later, now people are taking a bit of a pause, pulling back and saying, hold on, <clears throat> this is the guy who set our, our finances back on track with the GST. Everybody hated it at the time because it was a tax, still but they realized it. it's the right it. thing still to do. It. Yeah, but it was still the right thing to do, you know. And so on the world stage, Mr. Trudeau just referenced it in that clip that we listened to. He he was so close to Ronald Reagan. They they were kindred spirits. Mulroney was much younger, but boy, he, they got along. That famous Shamrock Summer at the at the Chateau Frontenac in Quebec City was emblematic of that. But that led to an ability to work together, and they got along great. And that was part of the backdrop to the eventual free trade agreement, Canada U.S. But more importantly. It was the ability to talk to them that allowed him to stand up to them. He got along great with Reagan and with Thatcher. They were both in favor of maintaining the apartheid regime in South Africa. And he said it's morally wrong. And he used all of our ability as a country to fight the thing. And we became one of the few Western countries openly challenging and fighting apartheid. The result is there, and he deserves a lot of credit for it. So he had that ability. We talk about what he was able to do with the free trade agreement. But you know, Andrew... One of the most important things, and it's overlooked, is he brought in the world's first cap and trade system to deal with unwanted emissions. It was SO2 in that case. We didn't talk about too much at the time about global warming, but we had acid rain. So he took the best brains in Canada, the best scientists, and the Americans did the same. They sat down, they cobbled together a deal, a treaty on acid rain, and it worked. And that's what I retain about Mulroney. He was concentrating on results. It's not, he wasn't the type of guy to preen and to stand there and emote. He said, okay, we've got this huge problem. It's killing our forests. What can we do? And they said, well, you got to limit the amount of SO2. We'll put a cap on it. And then every year we'll lower that ceiling. 
And then companies that don't make the grade, they'll have to buy credits in the market and they'll come up with systems to lower their SO2 emissions. Bam, it worked. So that's the type of thing I remember about this guy. And he had a very salty uh, way of talking and a very earthy way of approaching things. And I can remember when I... <laughs> When things were going south for me with the the NDP, um, he he reached out to me several times, and uh, we we talked, we chatted, and he says, and I will not repeat on the air all of the rich vocabulary he retained <laughs> from his youth in a in a pulp and paper town on the Lower North Shore, but it was like you're kidding. He says, if if those uh, blanks <clears throat> do that to you, I hope you tell them to go themselves. And it, this was pure Mulroney. And, and it was just, he followed the news, he knew me, we had met in any number of things in the Irish community and in politics over the years. And he was just reaching out, you know, he's just being a good guy, uh, very, you know, avuncular, just putting his hand on your shoulder and saying, don't let this get to you, you know, you deserve better than this. Uh, the Court of Appeals upholds uh, Bill 21. Uh, this, uh, for the in the short term anyway, changes absolutely nothing because it was already being applied. But what, why uh, right. English boards... Um, are not exempt from this. Will this go to the Supreme Court, do you think? Oh, yes, in a heartbeat. Yeah. And I suspect there's a certain Justin Trudeau who's very much regretting that he didn't listen to all the people, including us, who talked about the fact that he had the power to refer this directly to the Supreme Court because this decision is a 30-foot, 8-foot wide brick wall for Trudeau. Mm -hmm. This is a unanimous decision of Quebec's highest court that embraces the notwithstanding clause and says not only is it not undemocratic, it is the embodiment of democracy because it allows elected officials to have the final word on such fundamental issues as human rights. It's of grave concern to me because I've always tried to limit the ambit of the notwithstanding clause and make sure that individual rights predominate. This is a classic Quebec you know, line that's being drawn between the collective rights of Quebec through its National Assembly to decide. This decision is so, there's an irony here, Andrew. Remember last week we were talking about the fact that Francois Legault did a little rant against the Quebec Court of Appeal because they had said, no, no, you can't tell, uh, you know, people who are asylum seekers that they can't send their kids into the public daycare. Well, Legault had a little rant in Quebec City. He said, you know, oh, what about our little Quebecers? Well, what's going, who's going to take care of them? I mean, it was just, you know, pure him. And he said, and by the way, these judges, the Quebec Court of Appeal, they're all named by Ottawa. So, you know, poof. Don't worry about them. Well, now all of a sudden they're great people because they agree completely with Legault on this stuff. For the school boards, there is one particular problem. They're rolling back the core interpretation in the Mahe decision from Alberta, which gave control and management to school boards to the linguistic minority. Why is that so important? Well, that's the core of the ability of a minority language community to control not just the schools, and that's the reading down that the Court of Appeal does. They're reading it back down to being about schools and not about the establishments, the institutions, the facilities, the school boards, the, the wider interpretation that has prevailed in Canada for decades now. That is a serious source of concern, and I would say it's an opinion, but in my opinion as a lawyer is that it is completely wrong. You're supposed to respect the previous decisions. That's called stare decisis. It's a fancy thing in Latin, meaning let the decision stand. They're breaking, in my view, they're breaking with that rule. And this thing is headed for the Supreme Court. And that particular bit is going to be torn to shreds, in my view. Tom, the uh, the arrive can overspending, the gift that keeps a giving, we uh, learned yesterday. <laughs> they were digging into this. And one of the contractors... Yeah. 
um, that uh, received millions uh, from um, in this uh, Rivecan contract uh, was a bureaucrat who mm-hmm. had a, who had yes. a little side company there. That's <laughs> unusual. Small. Small, millions and millions of dollars. It's it's not only unusual as Anita and and uh, uh, but stuttered. Oh, well, you know, you're not allowed to do that. There are rules about conflict of interest. Yeah, sure, you were really doing a lot to apply those rules. The guy's name was right on the documents. But this this is, as you say, the gift that keeps on giving for the conservatives. Poiliev has toned it down somewhat. His reactions are starting to be a little bit more measured, a little bit more adult-like, and he's starting to score. This is in lockstep with the unbelievable information about people working for the Chinese government in Canada's most you know, secret research facility in Winnipeg, the National Laboratories there, and Trudeau hiding it. Now, this is where Poiliev becomes Poiliev. He starts alleging that Trudeau called an election to avoid the discussion about this. He's making that up. You can't attribute those sorts of motives. So he should stay with the stuff that we know, that they didn't take care of it, and that they didn't care who was getting these contracts. This is, by the way, overall, I'm not saying for this individual, but overall, we're talking about on the ArriveCan app and on the other things that have been subcontracted, subcontracted hundreds of millions of bucks and andrew how is it possible to increase i said 25 yesterday it's actually 30 percent increase the size of the civil service in since 2015 by 30 percent it was already a massive public service we've increased it again and double go from seven and a half billion to 15 billion including stuff like this to outside companies you see we're going to talk about lots of big stuff canada's role in the world how we deal with things like housing and immigration but at the end of the day, when you want to be the prime minister, you're supposed to also care about how the country is run, what the day-to-day is. And that's, I think, where Poiliev has just been filling the net from the blue line with a bucket of pucks that they left there for him because Trudeau's got no way to stop this stuff. All right.